Welcome to Damn That's Deep with Lex. This is the catalyst for hard, transparent, vulnerable conversations where we go beyond surface level topics and get uncomfortable. Join me as I learn, explore, heal, and understand the most delicate parts of life. Here we go. Thank you for tuning in today to Damn That's Deep with Lex. We have another guest, and I'm so excited about this one. This is a person who I've connected with over the past six years, has it been? Yeah, and he's a person that many might say he's a man of few words, but I like the fact that he decided to come on here with me and speak because we do have more of an authentic connection than I think either of us have with most people, Um, and we're going to talk about some great things, some things that um might make people you know raise an eyebrow or some things that might make you relate to us in ways that you didn't know that you could before however um our goal is just to talk and vent and (laughs) get deep into shit that people might not know but also things that myself and my guests have been navigating over the past few years within ourselves and within the world that we're living in so Like I said, mine and his path have aligned in kind of weird ways over the years, and it's aligned most recently with us being kind of back in the same area and kind of trying to pursue some of the similar things. So I'm going to let him, the man of few words, but many words today, introduce himself and tell you a little bit about him and how we connected with each other and how that's transpired. Yeah, so of course, my name is Shamar Crosby. I'm a graduate of UNC Charlotte as of May 2019. Um, I connected with Lex about six years ago at UTOP. And that's gang, gang. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, that's a freshman transition program that happens over the summer at UNC Charlotte geared towards minority students. And so ever since then, we've kind of, like Lex has said, we've been aligned in a lot of different ways, whether it be um, learning U- UTOP, yeah, learning community, leadership. And then we both happen to come back as like the leaders of leadership and then Greek life and then just BSU, Soul Speak, like literally (laughs) everything. (laughs) For some reason, we were just always together. The universe always brought us together. And so even like when we were supposed to complete, supposed to be on completely different paths after college, we somehow got brought back together. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, like we, I thought I was going to be in California, her, Texas, and like now... And the thing is, we both went, like, he went to California, I went to Texas, (laughs) and then we both came back, and we came back to the same area, because we're from the same area, but we didn't know each other before college. Exactly, which is weird. She's some hot point, I'm from Greensboro, so, like, it's kind of just weird that we both keep on aligning like this. Yeah, but (laughs) I think it's necessary, too, because, like, um, I was thinking about it earlier, and I feel like you're one of the only people, other than Nate, who I can say I've had, like, a connection with since utop and then also like that connection has sustained and it hasn't been like a high maintenance connection and so i think that's one of the things like we can get into now but um how we connect with people in in our lives and how those connections thrive or fail kind of so like i think for me um since shamar and i have known each other we i've had a lot of like connections with people and he has as well but for me none of my connections in life or especially like in college (laughs) really lasted because they were either really high maintenance or i didn't just i didn't authentically align with those connections and it was like not even like saying this but i just was never really on the same wavelength as a lot of people and um of course whenever you 
dive into something that's like kind of bigger than you in a way and once mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of get in Greek life and stuff kind of feel like you're playing this role and I never wanted to be a part of anything like that and yeah. so um it really was weird like trying to be like your authentic self among a whole bunch of different people who kind of see you as something else and like kind of had a different picture of you painted but it's like nah I'm not <laughs> really with you know a whole bunch of things that other people are for the most part yeah so I have a question about that because I you know I struggled you know me I don't know we just struggled a little <laughs> bit so um kind of like um trying to get other people or not trying to get other people just being who you are in a space yeah. how and when do you think that people actually started seeing you for who Shamar is or do you think people still struggle to see you for who you are and connect with that oh uh, yeah I think I feel like people now have an understanding that Shamar is going Shamar. Yeah. <laughs> but, <facts>. like, <laughs> but I feel like for the most part, I'm still not really understood. And that's fine. Like, I don't understand a lot of people either. It's like, it's just how the world works. Either you can respect the fact you don't understand someone or you can tarnish them because you don't understand. I'd rather do the former than the latter. So I yeah. just make sure that um, I'm just always on my own, my, minding my own business at all times and not really caught up. And I make sure that I constantly unplug from the matrix because a lot of people Ooh, are talk about that. <laughs> a, a talk pe- about it. <laughs> a lot of people are. I I don't want to say it like that, but I a lot of people are kind of caught in it. They're being bots, and it's like I'd rather not be caught in it. Yeah, and I feel like that's one of the reasons. Like, so those of you who don't know Shamar, Shamar is a very. I'm gonna unplug from this if it's not <laughs> feeding my soul mm-hmm. type of situation, and I'm similar except. He can last longer than me. I don't know. I don't last that long when I unplug. But I do unplug for certain amounts of times and from a lot of different things that might um, cause me to think certain ways about people or, like, even think certain ways about myself. Yeah. And, and people, people get upset about that for some reason. And all of a sudden, like, when you do take that time for yourself, it's, like, taken as a switch up. And I never understood yes. that. Wait, why, why can't I just back away? It's like all of a sudden, and also I feel like it's weird when like you do get a little low, or like just um, back away from people, and they just assume like that you don't mess with them thing. no more. Yeah, soon you mess, soon you don't mess with them anymore, and like assume every little thing, every little thing, thing you bad post about is, you. Oh, or everything you post is about yeah. them, <laughs> or something like. I think people are just so weird, and I hate to say it like that. They hate that we don't operate like them, right? And so they want to bring us into that, and right? It's like, and nah. I'm just like, bro, <laughs> I'm like, minding my business. <laughs> I've always been the person, and this is probably something that like I do have to work on. Like there are certain things I know for a fact I need to work on is yeah. like growing connections and like keeping connections with people. But once I see you not aligning with me, and this have been since I was a child, yeah, I just will back away and I won't have much to do with that connection (laughs) especially if I like if there's any I can tolerate like people like doing their own thing and I'm doing my own thing but like if I ever feel like there's any like passive aggressiveness or there's any disrespect towards me or or things are said about me when I'm not around and then it gets brought back to me those are the things where it's just like I'm not even willing to sit around and have a conversation with you about it because you've already decided in your mind who I am or where I'm at in my life without giving me the grace and the, um, the ability to have that conversation with you when I was ready instead of, instead they just, people just assume (laughs) where you are in your life and that, and then they're so egotistical to where everything has to be about them. And I'm just like, (laughs) Do you not understand that I could be going through some things? Like a lot. 
Like, it's, I don't know. People really make weird, really weird assumptions. And when you're not upfront or saying every little thing about you, they really get upset. And they, I don't. <laughs> I don't. T- like, I do not tell people about my life. Nah, like, even the people closest can't. to me are like, dang, could you open up a little bit more sometimes? No. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's like, in the times that we have, we've seen it blow up in our faces. So, it's like, what can we really do? <laughs> like... I, <laughs> No, for real. So, what what would you say is um, a connection that you feel has been, like, very successful in your life, um, in your adult life, and then how you've kind of built upon that connection and how how it helps you maneuver other connections right now? Um, hey, do you have one you can think of first? Because I, mm. I may need a little time for that one. Okay, so I think mine is with Corbin, probably. Because um, before him, this, by the way, as y'all know, Corbin was on this last episode. But Corbin is my boyfriend, and he's older than me. And he navigates life a completely different way than I do. And so he's helped me learn to connect with him and other people in ways that I would kind of just dismiss before. Um, similar, like, so how I communicate with people is usually very like that's what I said I say what I meant I meant what I said I don't really got to explain myself to you type of situation but I realize that like sometimes if I do really care about the person like I should be able to take a step back and break things down so I think I'm learning how to take that out of just a romantic relationship and into like some of my platonic relationships of communicating better to sustain the relationship so yeah that's I think that's something that's kind of helping me right now funny uh i can't think of no one then as soon as i started talking i immediately thought about my flight back from california i happened to meet this girl named sky and um for some reason uh of course of course how universe where we sat beside each other and like the way like yeah i just caught her aura immediately like she was dressed like no one i've ever seen before and like she was just like kind of on some earthy witchy vibes and like i just Mm -hmm. really was like drawn to her and so we had this really um good conversation I told her you know how sad I was you know about uh, all my mental issues that you know was bringing me back home and uh, things of that nature and she pretty much had been going through some similar things um she was like really adjusting to life because she was bouncing kind of bouncing back and forth from like Arizona Colorado and um Washington mm-hmm. like she just she just being like on complete different like spans of life and it's like she but like through all her troubles she always like found happiness and just like going to music festivals and so um she said when she would go to music festivals she like she would just feel like this euphoria and she would connect with so many different people and just kind of take life in at once and like not be you know, just box in anything, just like like letting all opportunities flow through you and just take it all in as like pretty much as like that overall stepping outside of your everyday, you know, cycle and just appreciating life and For what it is. Yeah, yeah. T- taking every single moment in, not letting, you know, the outside world stop you from achieving your dreams and, you know, connecting with people at the end of the day, like we are here experiencing like a human experience and like people are kind of taking it for granted caught up in materialistic things Hmm. and um yeah just like she just showed me like just be open to opportunity and like you know while because I at that time I was thinking about so many things I was like how am I gonna 
you know, operate in life, you know, what am I going to do, am I going to move back home to Greensboro, I'm going to stay in Charlotte, like, how am I going to pay bills, blah, 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 and so, like, she was just telling me, like, just relax and, like, just take everything day by day and just, like, appreciate every moment and, like, really know that every moment in your life is not, you know, something Defining. You, yeah. Yeah. Like, every, like, every day you're going to get some type of message to do something, it's up to you if you want to do it, like, the universe and God and whatever higher being you believe in is, like, with you at all times, so you just got to believe in it. So going off of that a little bit, I actually had this question before we even started talking. And since we started talking, I haven't read any of them, but here's one. So what is one of your biggest aha moments when making sense of the life we live and how we spiritually align with it? Would you say it's what you kind of just explained? Um, or is it something different? What's my... Um, <laughs> I think the biggest aha moment was I have a friend who... is It wasn't even on some... Like I, because I'm still trying to make sense of this moment. Okay. But <laughs> maybe but we like, can talk through it. <laughs> but yeah, like okay, so basically it was May 11th, 2017, and I'll tell you why I remember that day in a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it was May 11th, 2017. We were just pulled an all-nighter at Atkins, and so like we, um, we we're walking across campus to go to Sovi and the cafeteria. For those who don't know. And Atkins is a library for those who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, we pass in by the lake, and a huge crane spawns, like, out of nowhere, like, and, like, literally just flies right past us. And we're just like, Where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Yeah. Like, what, what, like, bird doesn't Did you belong. look it up? <laughs> yeah, I, okay. just symbolism. <laughs> and so, and so, um, yeah, so I didn't think anything of it. And so, not to say I didn't think anything of it. I just found it really weird in that moment. So fast forward to May 11th, um, 2020. Me and that friend, it was um, my friend Ella. Uh, she sent me a Snapchat and told me why. Like it was like in like in front of her apartment. Like her, she went to the window. She just happened to go to the window, mm-hmm. and she literally saw a crane like spawn. And on that exact same day. And Did it was, she realize it was the same day? No. So, like, she was like, Shamar, go check your snap. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I was trying to make sense of it. Then, like, I slowly started thinking back. I was like, wait a minute. This was around the same time. But then I go back to see it the same day. I remember it being a Thursday. But I think this year was on a Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so I go back, and it was literally May 11th, like, 2020. And so... In 2017, and then like literally three years later, on the exact same day, and then three has always been like a monumental number for me, like even since the childhood. Like, and then I ended up becoming like the tray of my line, yeah. and so like like that's a number that's always stood out to me, mm-hmm. and so like I always knew about like destiny with the number three, but then I look with um the crane symbolism, and it said throughout Asia, the crane is a symbol of happiness and eternal youth. In Japan, the crane is one of the mystical and holy creatures. Others include the dragon and the tortoise, but um, the crane symbolizes good fortune and longevity because of its fabled lifespan of a thousand years. Hmm. And so, I pretty much know then, like like I said, number three has like followed me all my life. And then there are so many events that had to happen in order for me to see that crane on the exact same day. Yeah, it's so <laughs> and, weird. And so, like, like because like that involves other people's lives, like. 
she didn't have to live in that apartment complex. Right. She didn't plan on living where she lived. She just happened to live there. So that just lets you know there's always something higher at work. Whether you want to realize it or not, we are, like, our life is set out for us. <laughs> and so it's up to you if you want to kind of be angry about that or, you know, take it all in for what it is and just relax and just be yeah because we can't really control the life we have nope. and i think that's <laughs> one of the things um you and i have also kind of like hinted at we haven't really div- dove deep into it sorry i can't get my words out but we also have had these conversations about um what these patterns are in our lives and how things do align so that brings me to wonder um while we do believe in spirituality you and i both do you believe in generational curses yeah for sure and so like for you what does that even mean um so pretty much i'm the first one to do almost everything Everything. (laughs) (laughs) like like almost everything like i'm the The youngest (laughs) i'm the youngest like in as far as like my dad's family go like i'm the i'm the youngest that ever got the license like i got my license at 17 um got graduated from university um literally no one in my family like was greek until me Mm -hmm. like i pretty much had to hold the torch and um and while it is while i don't mind at all i prefer like i would rather i would rather be breaking the curses than being stagnant and so i would (laughs) so i i love the fact that you know i do feel like this chosen one way but it really is a lot heavier than people think and like i just like and as far going back into spirituality like demons know you're a chosen one and so they Mm -hmm. will try to like they come to you in disguise like whenever you get sneaked this whenever you get any type of like negativity towards you that's like literally demons working to make you make you kind of get thrown off your path but you gotta (laughs) but but you gotta remember that but you got to remember that you were Who chosen you are. one. Yes. Like, you were chosen for a reason. As in, your destiny is, like, you, you're going to complete your destiny, but you just got to Stay keep course, your head. keep the course. <laughs> keep your head. And so... Who I think that's something I struggle with. Invictus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do my best, but, like, I think when I really get thrown off are things that, like, trigger those, those notions that I do. Like, generational curses do exist. Mm-hmm. So, like... Um, where I, if I feel like I'm not succeeding at something and it could hinder where I can be financially or where I can be geographically or where I should be emotionally or mentally, when there are certain things that trigger the fact that I'm just like, dang, this is like what so-and-so in my family yeah. went through or this is what so-and-so couldn't do because this happened in their life. Mm-hmm. I just like, ooh, that tries to throw me off my path. But I think I've gotten like, I mean... I've also been the first to do a lot of different things in my family, um, and it's been it's been a, it's been interesting. Like you said, it's heavy because my brothers and myself, um, we all have been pretty successful as far as like going to college, graduating, and trying to make something out of ourselves. And that's like my mom and dad neither. And, like, you know, like, my mom... Well, my mom was a single mom of three kids. Mm-hmm. My dad was incarcerated in and out for most yeah. of my life. Me and Shamar also aligned <laughs> yeah, in that my, way. Yeah, my dad was also incarcerated. Um, my mom uh, was single, me and my sister. But, so, pretty much for the most part, I was pretty much raised by 
my grandma whose birthday it was whose birthday it is today it was great side i just left Happy um birthday. yeah <laughs> yeah i miss her a lot uh my godmom and my aunt pretty much and my great grandma pretty much like all them women pretty much raised me in my life and then my dad while we we have a strong connection but uh he he was incarcerated sometime and so like that could have um because of that, I didn't get as much as I could. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're still, I still see him all the time. Later, just saw him today. So make sure we talk and make sure we uh, still have those connections. And so knowing, like, all of that, like, it really is just heavy seeing that, seeing all the struggle that has happened and you just kind of having to break it all, like, whether it yeah. be, because, um, like, even, like, I think they've been left with, like, so much anxiety like I, like I said I was also like the first person to like fly and leave the country mm-hmm. and so there's so many things that so many little things that you probably don't even think about you could be breaking so many curses even and like, like um dang I just lost my train of thought oh even like for me like when I joined the military mm-hmm. I was the first woman in my family to ever do that wow <laughs> yeah um and then that not only causes anxiety for yourself but like you said for your family members mm-hmm. and a lot of the times I feel as if that that anxiety and their fears transferred onto it us is. and like like you said like it's very heavy because while you want to do this while you want to explore while you want to become your best self you still have that anchor and although you aren't those circumstances you still are of those yes, circumstances are, yeah. and so knowing like okay this anchor is still here and I'm trying to get released <laughs> from it but I can't yeah. like it's it's in your DNA. It's genetic it's in most in a lot of things. It's literally your gene. Yeah, DNA. so it's like I can try my best to break free of these things, but that energy in some sort of way is still going to be transferred to me. So how do I how do I mentally connect with my higher self in a way to where I can let go of that? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> and it's just and it's just like people I don't know a lot of people just don't get long things just don't be as easy as people be trying to make it seem <laughs> these no like so for instance financially mm-hmm, exactly oh my gosh grew yeah. up poor like no money try and put myself on a good path but coming from that background you can't get ahead like you can't. <laughs> you can't you don't have somebody helping you you don't you're in college you're relying on refund checks you're in college you're working one or two jobs if you're not and if you're working on campus you're not getting paid nothing so you got to have another source of income to feed yourself so people don't understand how Draining. how hard that shit is and while still trying to maintain your emotional stability mental and academic <laughs> like for me college and i shouldn't say this but academics was the last thing i thought about last thing and it was the last thing i could think about because everything, like, else everything else mattered more <laughs> everything else mattered more like college was probably just it was i mean the academics itself was literally just what's the placebo i guess i would say <laughs> it was basically a placebo Hmm. I would say. Interesting. You say it like that. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Low key, it. it was kind of a placebo just for you to have the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, when you talk about college, I don't know a soul that talks about any class, <laughs> like anything. I don't, I don't know anyone like, oh yeah, I really enjoyed that Com three class. Like, I don't know anything <laughs> about like anything. And so, um, it pretty much just was like that transitional time into the real world and like seeing you get caught up without actually being caught up yet do you feel um well could you talk about like a time where 
in college you were just like, dang, I can't do this no more. Or even recently, like just with every everything weighing on you, especially oh. when it comes like down to having to do things for yourself. Oh yeah, I woke up like every day my senior year wanted to like end it. And <laughs> so um I would spend like hours in bed, like not like I couldn't I didn't have no energy to respond to people or um or like get out the bed, like just be motivational. Like and like as soon as I leave my crib, like, alright, it's a mask now. And so, um that was pretty heavy just um because I was going through a lot at that time. Um a lot I think but the basis of it though was like just knowing like the there was so much stuff going on back home and then so much stuff mm-hmm. happening at school. So where I just like like it was like my head was just literally in two places at once. Yeah. Because um that was around around the time like family issues that had been happening and then uh with with like um school I was just feeling like what a, like I was just yeah, yeah, I was the point in I was having, like, a spiritual awakening, too. Like, I started, like, my spiritual journey um, around, like, towards, like, the end of 2016. And then, like, as I just kept waking up more and more into, like, how society really is and, like, how people really are (laughs) and just, like, how we just really are caught up in the system. And it was just really, it was just a lot for me to get, to get off. And so every day I just woke up, like, hating that I was like caught in this world like this evil world and it was just heavy and like I literally had like spiritual moments of you know kind of you know like like astral projecting and stuff right mm-hmm. like, yeah, like astral projecting and um seeing things that you wouldn't think of of being in this world and it's just like this is just a lot and like people just don't take people's I think my whole thing was just like people if I come out and, like, say some of the things that would be happening to me, like, it wouldn't make Register. sense. It wouldn't make sense. And it's, like, what do I do? Like, I, I was really feeling like I only had myself in that time, and that was just a lot. Yeah. I can feel you. Because I, I think um, I've been there in certain aspects. Um, but also, it's also interesting to see, like, how people come out of that. So, like, coming yeah. out of that, um, what, what did that look like for you? Because I know, like you said, like, it was a long period, so how how did you come out of it, and have you how did you navigate it? I guess. Yeah, I came out of it. Um, was it, I think it was literally the moment I just decided that I I can't like stay where you know the same place I started feeling broken down at, mm-hmm. and so um, like wallowing in it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, literally unplugging from the moment like I'm plugging from the moment that from the area I mean that I felt brought me to that point which is like so I just taking that move back home mm-hmm. and then uh coming off of social media because I didn't get back from for this year I started coming off social media like late last year and then I fully came back like in like June. a month ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so it was kind of great to have that time away and do some studying reading up on things and um trying to get back into like all of my interests and I also had moments where like I couldn't take in anything creatively and like (laughs) and so and so like I wasn't inspired like at all like nothing was inspiring me like even like like even I was like trying to do like film stuff 
I uh, couldn't write for anything. When I would try to, like, cook, like, like vegan, anything vegan is, like, it's going to spark my interest. And so mm-hmm. I try to make my own twist on the things. Like, everything I was making was coming out trash. <laughs> and so... <laughs> like, your mind and heart yeah, just was not there. It just wasn't in it. Like, I was really trying. <laughs> oh, so it just, it just wasn't good. <laughs> and, uh, like, I wasn't, like, wanting to, wanting to, like, go out and get clothes like I usually do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, everything that I had an interest in was just... It was just deteriorating. I was just like, nah, I just need a whole entire break and, like, just not be caught up in... Kind of like a restart. Yeah, like Like, a restart. Let me press the restart button. I'll come back to you when I'm back at that point and ready (laughs) to indulge and deal with the bullshit. But (laughs) Exactly. And so I just took everything in. I started uh, really getting some... I just really started, like, taking that time to really connect with Earth and, like, see myself as a soul just getting a human experience and that's an aha moment right there a (laughs) soul getting a human experience yeah and so i know that like you have to have so many missions on earth in order to you know become your higher self and so just me realizing that like I don't want to keep coming back here. <laughs> Made me realize that, like, I need to um, really just make that changes and really connect with one and my higher beings and, like, getting in touch with, like, roots and, like, really knowing that, you know, everything we've been fed is a lie and everything that's going on around us, like, just, 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 just really step out of it, look at it for a moment, just think, wow, do I really want to be caught in this or do I just want to, like, just try to... Try to ascend it. Yeah. So, like, I think that's one of the things... Um, that I've been like aha like girl get it together because <laughs> there are certain things in my life that have repeated yeah, and they repeated continue cycles. to and it's like they show up in different, in different ways, ways but they have the same, the same. outcome <laughs> same. and so I sit back like I've sat back and like asked myself questions I'm just like why is it like this or why are my relationships like this or why is this financial aspect of my life happening in this way and it's just like because you didn't learn your lesson like you learned it and you know it but you didn't apply it yeah and so i think a big part of ascending to that next level of who we can be is not only understanding those lessons but applying those lessons even in the small things in life Mm -hmm. because those small things are the things that come back around and 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 become big (laughs) and so i think that's one of like the aha moments i've had within like the last year is just like you know these things you've learned these things they keep coming back yeah do something different like the like the old saying if you know better you do better but i feel like sometimes it's just so hard it's like uh surrender to it's it. so hard yeah it's so hard <laughs> and the, and the things that's like showing you them things they know they already know what you're gonna do <laughs> i know they already know <laughs> what you're gonna do <laughs> and it's just like i don't know i'll just be i'll just be asking my my spirit guys to just bear with me because i know i'm a lot <laughs> so lately i've been seeing right now i just looked at the clock 44 the number 44 i look 44. almost every hour on the hour for the past week mm-hmm. two weeks honestly okay so all through july i was seeing the number 22 wow. this month august since august has started i've been seeing the number 44 everywhere which is a derivative i mean 22 is a derivative yeah. of 44 so Double. i don't know what is going on but i looked up of course 44 and 22 and like it talks about abundance and like all that stuff and I mean I can say that I've been seeing like some good changes in my life and like some ascension in ways Mm -hmm. but um 
I don't know. Like, even now, like, that was weird because I was about <laughs> to talk about the number 44, and I look up, and 44 is right there. Yeah. Um, Divinely protected. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when you talk about, like, a lot of people don't believe in signs and stuff yeah, like that. I find it weird. <laughs> I do. I don't believe in religion. Like, organized religion. I don't believe in stuff like that. If you do listen to this, you will understand. Like, me and Shamar kind of align on the fact that um, we have very... (laughs) We don't want to be in in this matrix that he talks about. In in these systems and in these boxes um, that we and I feel like keep a lot of people... A certain way, yeah. or thinking a certain way. With religion, um, <laughs> I, I just, I just, I would consider myself an ominous. Like, I feel like there's gonna be truth in everything. Yeah. But, cause like obviously something happens. Like everyone has some sort. Of, you know, it's just like any other rumors you hear on the street. Like everyone's gonna have their own story, and so everybody interprets it the, like, the way that they, they want to. It's literally the same concept, but people yeah. don't want to understand that. But, <laughs> um, and so it makes me upset that like we really let these things stop us from us respecting each other as mm-hmm. human beings like it's literally it literally goes against y'all's nature like i don't yes. understand <laughs> i don't understand y'all these Practice holy what you preach you, baby. yeah like i don't understand <laughs> like <laughs> you you really hurting your neighbors but ain't that what you got telling you to love like i don't understand <laughs> yeah i think like, the biggest thing i believe like i do believe that there is a higher power in some sort of way yeah, that sure. things are aligned for reasons and um, things happen and things send us messages. But overall, I believe in being a good person. Yep. Like, person. In, in showing up in, in life the way that you want to want to help like you want to be a good person that's all that's all it really is to me people complicate it yeah but i just feel like what's wrong with being a good person like i just refuse to believe that i'm serving someone who if i make a mistake i gotta i gotta go to a fiery place of i don't even know for the rest of eternity okay that's what they call it fiery (laughs) pits of hell for like the rest of eternity it's like i don't i just don't feel like that's and I feel like that's odd. I don't and, know. and I feel like a part of that, um, and when you do talk about spirituality and making mistakes and giving ourselves a little bit of grace, um, making those mistakes, learning from them, it's kind of like a rebirth. Like yeah. we are, have the opportunity to be reborn, however many freaking times we want to in our life, and not be held to the past. Mistakes. Now, I'm not saying you go out here and murder or kill or. <laughs> do anything of harm to anyone else but if you're making like legit mistakes just with navigating life and understanding your role in it and all of that stuff then you can be reborn as many times yeah as you can or want to be don't keep yourself in a box no have fun with life have fun with it and then be better that's what i'm saying like i said i'm I'm someone who's fluid i said if i want to be like an 80s bad boy wearing an mj jacket one day and then a a hippie he will a hippie and next (laughs) i'm gonna do that if you know shamar he will (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna do that and so uh just be you i don't know people be caught up in I don't even know. <laughs> That's one of the things, like, okay, so right now, y'all will probably see on, like, my, like, um, Instagram, but Shamar and I are sitting by a lake, and I just feel like Earth just grounds me. It does. In a way, and it lets me be myself. Like, I feel most at myself by water. Oh, yeah. Wa- no, because, no, and you're a cancer. It's yeah. a water sign. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's, you just 
learn to just take that step back and when you do you see everything for what it is and it's really it's really it's really mind-boggling like you you wouldn't even realize until you take that step back it is that's what's yes, scary about it because you'd be so consumed in that's it that's what's scary like any aspect of life even like in your career and stuff like if you get so consumed in that stuff or anything in general mm-hmm. you get so anything. consumed in it you can't see anything outside of it you don't have perspective anymore nope so i, I don't know how do you growth. yeah how do you gain that perspective other than taking a step back like in the moment of like in like say you're in a new career mm-hmm. or you're in a new relationship platonic or otherwise how do you make sure that you keep perspective throughout and not get too caught up I think just remembering who you are before it gets into it too deeply. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much setting those goals with yourself, all right, um, whatever this new chapter is, I just have to remember, like, the lessons that I've learned, um, the cycles that have been repeated to me, and um, just, like, your overall awareness of how society is, how people are, and just kind of taking everything thing with a grain of salt I would say mm-hmm. knowing that um, the worst could happen the best could happen but just overall what's meant to happen will happen and whatever I guess whatever op- the opportunity may be like whether because like, at the moment as I'm speaking I'm thinking of a, like a new job mm-hmm. so like when you are about to like enter a new job like don't go in like with like these high expectations of like you know they're gonna really make me feel comfortable things of that nature because at the end of the day like a lot of jobs really don't care about you (laughs) and will replace you at the drop of time and so yeah just keeping that awareness of um establishing those rules with yourself and uh not having too high expectations of other people because at the end of the day all you do have is you Hmm. (laughs) yeah i think it's also like being intentional with like why you're doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. so um for instance, say if I got like I got a new friend, and I, I, me personally now how I'm maneuvering friendships like I'm gonna tell you up front like this is what I like this is what I don't like you cross that path you out like you cross that like you know what I mean like because I often find myself being too gracious towards people um, or yeah. or just not saying anything at all and so like I think one of the things um, about maneuvering anything new and like keeping perspective is just remaining like intentional and having kind of I personally am a writer so like I write out my intentions with people with opportunities and with things so like just having something on paper to refer back to when you might even feel like you're getting lost in the sauce a little bit (laughs) like gang legs what did you say from the beginning go back and read that to yourself out loud and like remember Mm -hmm. who you were when you came into this so I think it's easy. I mean, I'm not going to, like, I don't blame anybody for getting caught up in things because we all do at certain points. And it's hard not to. (laughs) It's hard not to get caught up in things if you are. It's a part of human experience. Yeah, if you are, like, just so boggled down and trying to live this life that (laughs) seems so attractive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's not, and it's really not anyone's fault when we do get caught. No. Like, it's not, it's not our intention to get caught. (laughs) It just, it just happens. And it will continue to happen because it's just how it life is because that's what's been set for years <laughs> like yeah. like this is like the world we're living in now like you have to realize like this is all 
because of the things that happened prior. Yeah. Like, nothing that we see is new in history. Literally, repeats itself every day. <laughs> <sighs> um, I do want to ask you, because I was asked this question, playing this question game. Do you fear failure or do you fear success? Um, I definitely feel failure. Okay. I, I definitely feel failure. Um, so I don't know. I really just think about the life that I have imagined and the one that I, uh, you know, just dream about manifest daily. And it's just like, if I really get that, like, I just won't be knowing what I will do if, like, I really do come to that, like, failure of, you know, no, no point of return. So, like, that's really what keeps me going throughout the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, throughout my life, I was, I should say. Do you feel like it causes more anxiety than anything? Or do you feel like it causes more drive? 50-50. Yeah. I was about to say, it's, it's hard to not, like, have those be kind of the same. Yeah, because I'll be thinking, like, what if it, like, it all really just fails and it's, like, I'm however many years down the line and, like, still not where I want. And it's, like, that pushes me, but it's also, I get I can get caught, get kind of caught in that thought sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's, like. Oh, especially the timeline. Yeah, timeline. Oof. Which is why I try just not time isn't real so i try not to yeah. get, get too caught in it it's real <laughs> real man-made but it's also <laughs> but it's also hard because it's just like i mean that's like you said that's the world we're living in that's mm -hmm. what we abide by that's what we go by that's what so that's what uh, society puts on yeah you. it's like that disconnect of like you, you try to be great but then society got its own rules yeah <laughs> it's like it's just so much disconnect of like who we can be but who we're conditioned to be yeah and it's like i want to break out of that like and i think that's i mean that's what you're doing more so than i am um we're, we're doing it in different ways mm -hmm. yeah but like breaking out of that like oh condition in this way or condition in that way mm -hmm. but breaking out of it just knowing that fuck this the world is mine i can be great it makes me <laughs> mad because like, i don't understand how they expect eight billion or however many because you know you can never know everybody on earth because it's like it's probably way more than that but uh eight billion at least just have the same exact life it's not realistic no <laughs> and the fact that people really will like look at you a certain way because they're not on the because you're not on the path that they expect you to be on at whatever age you're at it's really mind-boggling because like, which is interesting too because when you think about our parents and stuff parents yeah and like our grandparents mm -hmm. they weren't doing much at our age like <laughs> yeah what i'm saying is like we are light years ahead of where they were at that's what i'm saying and then we're still getting looked at like still getting... you're still not doing enough but when y'all were our age <laughs> you weren't even close to where i'm at that's right I'm now saying, so yeah. it's also kind of like what do you want from me <laughs> yeah i just have to keep realizing that it's all part of the chosen one humbling journey yes <laughs> to, to just know that like people just have this higher expectation of you like no matter yeah. where you go like people are expecting you to be the one and if you're not if they don't feel like you're the one yet they gonna like look at you like oh you doing nothing you're not doing any better than i am so see whatever. i struggled with that too and like you actually made me like when we went to world of beer mm -hmm. and you were just like did, did you think about the fact that these things aren't working out for us because we are chosen to do other things yeah. we are chosen to be better and i was just like honestly since that day i've been thinking about that every single mm -hmm. day and i'm just like i can't um limit myself and if you're and, thinking about it every day then 
Yeah, Shamala, you said that, and I was just like, I knew this, but damn, he said that shit at the perfect <laughs> moment to where I really needed to be reminded of, like, there, there have been situations in life where I haven't been the first one chosen for, or I haven't been, like, the first thought or anything like that, and those are the things I'm just like, dang, am I really still this chosen one, or am I really still meant to be doing this, but then I also remind myself that I've convinced myself that my life, like, my life path should be something. Yeah that it shouldn't be and yeah. then I realized like sh- you're more than this like yeah, you deserve more mm-hmm. you are more and people you can have more yeah and people when you have this realization people will look at you like you're crazy and like be upset that like you want more for yourself it's just like you could want more for you too I don't know I don't know why this makes you upset yeah like I feel like now more so than ever um there are doors that I can open for myself outside of that so long as I believe in myself and mm-hmm. and other people do as well as long as you believe mine is a terrible thing to waste and it won't <laughs> so that's why we're sitting here today doing this podcast because exactly. <laughs> Lex can talk <laughs> <laughs> so I think I um the I'm I'm more scared of success though how come um oh I, it is okay we continue. <laughs> yeah, so um, growing up, and like I just stated, like there are things that I haven't been chosen for. Like I've failed in people's minds. Like I haven't done well at this, or gotten this, or finished this, or succeeded at this. And I'm so used to seeing failure, so that's normal for me. I wouldn't have a problem going back to the bottom and having to work my way back up. That that wouldn't be hard for me. It would be unfortunate. It would hurt my feelings, but it wouldn't be hard. So I think I'm more scared of success because, one, I don't know what it looks like. Two, I don't know what to do with it. And three, (laughs) I don't, I know that that's going to attract more things that are going to challenge me. And I mean, I'll I'll welcome it with open arms, but I have to be prepared. prepared. And so I don't think that, one, I'm prepared enough for success. Or I, I think I'm getting there now, but I, a year ago I wasn't. So when I was asking for these things a yeah, year, a year ago, ago, when I did my TED talk and stuff like that, I was asking for success. I was asking for these things, and the universe is just like, you aren't ready. You aren't ready. And so now that I'm like, am I scared of failure? Or am I success? I'm scared of success because I don't know what to do with it. And so I'm excited for it, but I'm more scared of that than I am to fail because I'm because failure is a norm. That's a great point. That's a really good point. And it's also just like when you when you when you fail, no one cares about you. Like no one like no one's gonna see you as a threat or anything. It's gonna um just see you as like you just, well, you just, she, <laughs> you just yeah. kinda just kinda, kinda just over there. there. <laughs> it's gonna be like a, a little awkward silence, <laughs> like, okay, I guess I guess I guess we don't gotta bother that one and then so but then you make it to the top. That's when everyone wants to try to shoot you down and bring you back down to where you once were. And that's when you realize you truly will have snakes in your camp. And Ooh. it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, whoa. We can fight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's what they want you to do. <laughs> that's what they, they literally want you to make yourself look foolish. Yeah. And like when you don't look as foolish as they're looking, they get even more upset. And it's like, Ooh. you gotta, you gotta, can't let anyone. You gotta realize that they will strike whenever you do make it to the top. And you can't let anyone steal your happiness, and like, can't let anyone be in your circle. 
and like part of that's why I don't got one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and part another another reason I feel like we went through what we went through is that like we probably had you know a lot of people who were who we thought could have been friends or something of that nature and then like you know things happened and we saw true colors once we you know we kind of got brought back to where we were yeah and it's like wow uh you are that person who i thought you were (laughs) and so like and if i hadn't made it you would be alongside me and now you know i'm glad i didn't make it when i did because because it showed me it showed me you didn't need to be there with me oh lord you better tell them (laughs) there were a lot of people like that like where i was no longer consumed in just friendship i was Mm -hmm. more so trying to build myself organizational wise i was trying to build myself toward my career I was going to be going into higher education so I need to make these connections now Um, and then I was building relationships with other people I was in a romantic relationship so all those things are like happening all at once in my life and uh, that was probably the point the biggest point you know where um, people were just like who is she anymore She's, she's not at our disposal she's doing this she's doing that and that makes people uncomfortable. That makes them uncomfortable. And a lot of the times people will feel like you lost yourself. Yeah. Or you lost touch with <laughs> what they think you should hilarious. be. Yeah, what they think you should be. But Meanwhile, you're chilling. <laughs> meanwhile, you're chilling. And meanwhile, you're doing exactly what you set out exactly to do. Exactly what you're doing. So. And then when you pop back up, they're like, whoa. <laughs> so I'll lose the friends. Yeah. I will lose family. Yeah. I will lose people who are not align with my spirit i will i will lose it and it won't be a loss to me not a loss at all and and i think that's the biggest thing people don't understand is like while you can mourn those friendships for a little while Mm -hmm. you can love people or you can love family and you you can love people from a distance saying well people forget that like before Shamari and I always walked, I was I walk alone. That never it never it never Nate with your uh (laughs) names because remember Nate was Nate I'm, the Great. Yeah. And then he went to I'm Just Nate. Yep. <laughs> and then you went from I Walk Alone to Shamarion. And it's just like, y'all kind of flopped on it, but at the same time, you still kept your same essences. Exactly. So it's just so interesting that I'm like, the two men I feel like who I connect with the most is you and him, other than Corbin, mm-hmm. um, have similar spirits in that way of like how people are attracted <laughs> to you, but people don't know you. People yeah. aren't, people aren't, um, yeah. <laughs> to who you really are, but they're attracted to you. There's something in There's you something. that attracts them. And that's similar with Nate. There's something in him, but not many people know Nate. Mm-hmm. They so <laughs> they know of him. They know of him. They know he can make them laugh. They can, he can make them smile. But they really don't know Nate. <laughs> so it's just it's just so interesting like how how the ones of us like who are who have those type of spirits are still connected. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like <laughs> we're still a, connected. Because like that was my first roommate. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like that's how it's just how the universe works and like you you know who you know who your chosen ones are along along with you. It becomes clear. It becomes clear and it's so I don't be saying nothing, but I know exactly who they are. <laughs> <laughs> don't gotta say it. They say it for themselves. Their energy says it, I should say. But yeah. Oh my gosh, it's been a good conversation. We talked about Dang, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to name this, but we can talk about it afterwards. But I will, okay, before we close, I have a lightning round. So I'm going to say something, you finish the sentence, or you fill in the blank. Okay. 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 You need an example? Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you one of the questions. 
My biggest goal in life is blank. So you just say what your biggest goal in life is, okay? But yours are a little different, okay? So my biggest struggle is blank. My biggest struggle is really bringing out everything that's within me. And so I really, I know, like, my potential, but no one ever sees my full potential. And, like, (laughs) and, like, and and so so that makes me, that makes me, it makes me upset at myself and beats, makes me beat myself up. It's just like, Shamar, you're like extremely talented. I don't know why you don't like showcase it that much. Like, like how, like how, like how you, like everyone's so surprised that like, I could dance. I'm like, I've been in theater since I was in third grade. I don't know if I was that much of a surprise. And that was my major, I can but move. like, <laughs> and, was, and like, I don't know, just like little things like that, just breaking myself out so people could see what's all in within me so I, I can get to where I want where I need to be yes be. that's something I've always wanted more of you too because um and I meant to say this earlier but that's why I feel like me and you have a good connection is because like when I met you I felt like I saw you mm-hmm. even though you were very and you were a lot more reserved than you are now but like you were very reserved mm-hmm. but there was something in you when we did speak I was like it's something <laughs> about him it's something about you and 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 I, th- I felt like I saw you, so I felt like I needed to keep having those connections with you. Mm-hmm. And now we are, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My greatest triumph is blank. That's a tough one. Okay, we'll come back oh, to yeah. it. <laughs> okay. The world is a blank place. I would say the world is a... That'd be a quick answer. First thing you think. First word. <laughs> opportunistic. Opportunistic. The world is an opportunistic place. Okay, being open and vulnerable is blank. One word. Scary. Scary. My favorite vegan meal is blank. Uh, yeah. Is it the ribs? I'm about to say the ribs. The ribs, <laughs> the ribs were good. <laughs> ribs, mac and cheese, but and my, my, Yeah, my mac, yeah, mac and cheese was slapping. Yeah, I'm going to need to try it. Okay, back to it. My greatest triumph is blank. Greatest success. Me. You. Like your whole being. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like my it. Being. My, yeah. <laughs> my soul. My spirit. <laughs> I, I am the triumph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the good. Alpha, the <laughs> Everything in between. Everything in between. <laughs> oh, shoot. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. That was a good answer. <laughs> We're going to close out on that note. <laughs>